Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Thanks for stopping by our podcast. Today, I am here with a very special guest, Tamina Watson. Hi, Tamina. Hi, Wendy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Our listeners today are going to be in a treat for this uh, in information regarding immigration advice for HR and H and hiring managers. And we already were talking a little bit before we get started with session one here is now. And again, unfortunately, we're not only um, needing your advice regarding immigration for hiring, but also, unfortunately, potentially for layoffs and what are, you know, what companies are doing with uh, their employees who have some kind of immigration issue and then what the employees themselves are doing. So want to just jump right in and, and ask you, you know, tell me just a little bit about yourself and how can you help out employers or employees? Well, thank you again, Wendy, for having me. I love your title, The HR Lady. We work with HR folks um, across the board, and I just want to acknowledge how hard your work is and how you juggle so much and so many competing priorities all at once seamlessly because you guys are dealing with not only immigration but uh, employment laws and so many different things that you have to keep an eye on. So kudos to you. I cannot imagine <laughs> how the last few years were for you, but from the people that I work with, I know it's not been easy. So thank you so much. Um, I am an immigration attorney. I practice primarily business immigration. That's when a business needs visas for their staff or people who are coming to the US to open businesses and they need visas for themselves. I'd say that's about 70% of my practice. Uh, the rest of it is family-based immigration, which is parents, children, spouses, um, and citizenship. I do not practice removal defense. That's when somebody gets deported, although I do a lot of pro bono work in that area. Uh, and if anybody wants to know more about what I do, I am on LinkedIn uh, at Tamina Watson. Please connect. And my website is watsonimmigrationlaw.com. Uh, but we love working with businesses because we find that the people who are running businesses are smart people who are really conscientious about the success of themselves as well as their businesses as well as their staff and ultimately trying to make the consumer happy so i feel very privileged to be able to do what i do that's awesome and thank you for doing it because you are helping many many businesses more than ever um, in 2021 the u.s population grew at the slowest pace in history. I, I say this, and many of my podcast followers have heard me say this a million times, that we just have less humans being born, you know, definitely in the U.S., but worldwide, and therefore immigration could be a solution to help resolve this. Uh, with that said, what, you know, what are you seeing um, in the workplace with, you know, in the past couple of years since businesses have been so busy and we have the lack of staffing. What are you seeing with your clients, no names please, of how they're filling empty positions using uh, folks from outside the United States? Well, I'm so glad that you brought up the population issue 
because that's one of the starting points of this discussion. And pre-COVID, businesses were already struggling to hire people. It was it's not a new thing. What happened during COVID is it, it got exacerbated. It became visible as a national problem. And so businesses, no matter what kind of industry you're in, whether you're in the hospitality or the tech or the healthcare industry, you name it, there are problems in staffing. It's just gotten worse and worse. And what's interesting is, you know, a lot of our colleagues and professionals that I work with will often say, well, so where did everyone go? You know, before COVID, at least you had some people. Somehow we don't have the staff to fill it up, these positions up. So this problem has become so acute that the solution has to be immigration reform, not just immigration one area or another. What Your question is a very good one. What are companies doing? And I can give the example of restaurants. Um, restaurants are one of the businesses that are hurting the most because they don't have servers anymore. They don't even have chefs, especially when they're a specialty cuisine. They don't have chefs. But we do not have visas that are specifically for, quote unquote, low skilled workers. We have high skilled worker visas. We have the genius visa. We have the agricultural visa. We have seasonal visas. But we do not have a, you know, a blanket low skilled visa. And that is what is necessary the most at this time in history. So what are employers doing? They're struggling because right. there are there's a sort of a, a domino effect of the problems that we've seen. Immigration service has been slow to approve cases that can be filed. And then even if they get filed and approved, people who are outside the country are having delays at the embassy level. So there's this domino effect that we're seeing is really hurting businesses. And when I say businesses, I think people need to understand that small businesses particularly are the heart of the economic um, drive of America. And yeah, they, are they are the ones serving yeah. America, American consumers. And so ultimately the loser is the American consumer. It really is. It, it really is. There's an article I was reading in The Atlantic online and it you know, it basically says, hey, uh, we've lost more than a million people, um, you know, due to COVID, whether that's accurate or not specifically for COVID. It's people have passed away in the COVID timeframe. Then we have baby group boomers retiring. And then on top of it, uh, America as a gener generality is biased against immigration. So we're not helping our own cause. The rest of the world is saying, hey, come work for us. And and the United States, for whatever reason, for many reasons, political reasons, are saying, no, we're going to we're going to kick immigrant immigrants out. And then those same people are saying, I can't find anybody to work at my company <laughs> or I can't find anybody to serve my meal or um, even medical, too. I mean, I'm in the medical industry and manufacturing industry, um, professional jobs and non-professional jobs can really be filled by the use of app, app, uh, immigrants. And then the final thing, and I know my listeners are probably sick of hearing me say this, but I say it all the time, Americans are having fewer babies. So, um, you know, many other countries are also having fewer babies, but we're having fewer babies. Therefore, we're, we're not producing as many future workers. And this is something that I think has become crystal clear since the COVID pandemic. So with that said, I want to wrap up this section real quick 
and go on to our next uh, series, 205, and talk a little bit more, you know, get into the nitty gritty about best practices to get started with immigration processes so we can help our business owners, our entrepreneurs, and our HR managers are on on, uh, the call today. So we'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.